De la patrulla de Minos de California. Weather headlines for today, yes. Welcome to the Revenue Generator Podcast, an I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear how industry leaders integrate sales, marketing, product, and customer success into a single business unit with a common goal of optimizing their revenue cycle. We'll unearth how innovators integrate data, technology, people, and processes to expedite demand generation and increase recurring revenue. Sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet a member of the Revenue Generation. Here's the host of the Revenue Generator podcast, the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. Welcome to the Revenue Generator podcast, where we members of the Revenue Generation share solutions for how you can integrate your business to optimize revenue. I'm your host and the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. And today, we're going to continue our discussion on account-based sales and marketing strategies. Joining us is Sherry Johnston. Welcome back, Sherry, who's the account-based practice lead at Winning by Design. Winning by design is the standard in go-to-market operating models for companies running recurring revenue models. Okay, so, so far this week, Sherry and I talked about account-based strategy and ideal customer profiles and segmentation. And today, we're going to wrap up our conversation by discussing elevating women in revenue. Here's my conversation with Sherry Johnson, the account-based practice lead at Winning by Design. Sherry, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Doug. Nice to be here. Great conversation, Sherry. It's really a thrill to be talking about this next topic. And so let's level set for folks. Why is it important to elevate women in revenue? Well, especially in the in the tech space, we we definitely see an underrepresentation of both women in revenue positions and leadership positions, and as well as discrepancies in pay with women in, in equal jobs. And it's something just I've been passionate about having uh, been able to get to a place in my career where I've seen a lot of the, the disparity happen. And yeah, well, I think making sure that we have a voice and also just from a performance standpoint, noticing that companies with those diverse voices just perform better across the board, I think for a variety of reasons is an important topic. So it's the right thing to do. Organizations that have female leadership revenue organizations tend to perform better. And you also mentioned the pay gap, right? The wage gap. And, you know, the most recent numbers I saw basically was for every dollar that a male earns, the same female counterpart will earn 80 cents. I'm wondering, is it any better in technology or do we have really the same problem just with technology as the wrapper? Yeah, same problem in technology, unfortunately. Even a little bit of a higher gap in the executive positions is down to about you know, 78 cents to the dollar in the more leadership positions. So definitely something to elevate in, in our discussions and, and, and really make course correct. I, I don't see many people out there when this is even brought to their attention that they don't believe it's something that we need to, to adjust. Are there systemic issues that can hold female revenue leaders back outside of the pay gap? What are the things that prevent female revenue leaders from ascending in the organizations? Yeah, often what I see is really just having that seat at the table, having that voice at the boardroom. And that is a huge issue as well. In order to get that experience, in order to get to that next level, women need equal access to decision-making, to those channels that men do that, that where decisions are being made. Obviously, that's been improved over, over our lifetime, but there's still definitely work to be done. We mentioned maybe the difference between pay gap, between tech and non-tech. 
and I know this is a subjective evaluation on some level, but do you feel like we're doing better in tech compared to other industries when it comes to nurturing, promoting, encouraging, and growing female revenue leaders? I would say it varies. And here's my observation is that having representation in the organization is so key. So an example is in tech organizations that have a pretty diverse setup of women versus men. And that can be more common in in the fields I've been in, for instance, when I've been selling marketing and tech software for years. So there's a decent equality between women and men in, in positions. But when I am mentoring other organizations that have a heavy male dominance, such as in the developer space, for instance, or security, there really is a, a challenge there that's even greater than there is. So, so it really depends on the, so the sort of the topic of tech company where that disparity lies. Is there an underlying issue with the number of women that are in STEM? programs? And does that translate then into the inventory of females that can enter programs writ large? Yeah, I think that the opening of doors into these programs in some cases is is a fair gap in where where we don't have that diversity. But in some cases, you know, there there really is the candidates, but people just need to search a little bit harder. So I, you know, I often hear, hey, we're we're not hiring the women because there just isn't any, or you know, we're, we don't have a women speaker on our developer panel because there isn't any. But often I, I just find if you look a little harder, there really is. Sherry, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that you're the founder and chair of the board for Women in Revenue, a nonprofit organization dedicated to achieving 100% equity for women in revenue. Great mission, by the way. Tell us about the organization. Yeah, absolutely. I started it along with you know, 10 amazing CMOs, CROs about three years ago. And the organization, you know, group, it was pre-COVID. It was kind of more of a local Bay Area event networking community. But, you know, really has blossomed into international organization to help support women in, in revenue-oriented positions. I think the real success is, is just the, the idea that, that all of us needed a network of like-minded women to tap into both from day-to-day things like, you know, what tech stack should we use to more oriented around women compensation and, and being able to, to look at our career trajectory from, from that point of view. We have a lot of programming to, to help support women, both beyond just networking, but for speaker placement, mentorship, and career advancement. And yeah, I'm very, very excited to, to where it's gone and excited to, to what's, what's next, too. Talk to me about the role of mentorship with Women in Revenue and, and tell me about how you provide you know, insights and opportunities as a community to other women and how that works overall for you guys. Sure. So, yeah, the mentorship program is you know, what we found and what our mentors are really seeking is a flexible way. I think mentorship traditionally is, hey, you have a mentor and, and they're with you for a lifetime and, and whatnot. And, and while that's certainly helpful and in moving people's careers, a lot of times what folks wanted is to talk to 
Jill one day and Jen the next day because they have different skill sets and insights that will help their career. So our mentorship platform matches people based off of of what they're looking for in the moment and and what they may need help with. And then you you know you can continue that with that same mentor or we also would do what we call flash mentorship, which is just like a single session where you, where you get to know a leader. We also do reverse mentorship. So someone like myself, who's a little later in my career, I so benefit by being able to have access to younger marketers, newer in their career, who oftentimes know all these amazing technologies that I'm not using and fill me in on the different mindset that someone earlier in their career is experiencing. So, you know, I think it's mentorship, but mentorship packaged a bit differently than, than you might think. Do you find that there are differences in expectations between members of the Generation X and millennials in terms of what they can expect for themselves? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I find it really intriguing to learn about the the younger generation and, and sort of their expectations. You know, in some ways, I think they have the advantage. They're they're much more open. For instance, in the in the area of compensation, they share compensation with each other. That's not something my generation did. It was it was very uh, kept to yourself, and so I think that's an advantage for them. There's there's a lot more transparency as to what people are getting paid when people are undervalued. For instance, that can be a big advantage to their to their careers. So for the folks listening in today, Sherry, if somebody wanted to get involved, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, easy to be involved. It's free. You go to womeninrevenue.org. That will give you access to our Slack channel, our communications channel, invites to our events that happen quarterly, and access to all the other community benefits. Okay. Well, if you haven't had a chance to talk to Sherry and you've had a chance to listen in today, I think Sherry is just one of many, many wonderful people that are involved in the organization. I'd highly encourage folks to check it out, whether that's people that would benefit from or sponsors for Women in Revenue. Sherry, really enjoyed this conversation. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for being with us. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the Revenue Generator podcast. Thanks to Sherry Johnson, the account-based practice lead at Winning by Design for joining us. If you would like to contact Sherry, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter and her handle is at Sherry Johnston SF or visit the Winning by Design website at winningbydesign.com. To learn more about Women in Revenue, please visit the Women in Revenue website, womeninrevenue.org. You can find Women in Revenue on Twitter at Women in Revenue and on LinkedIn. Just one link in our show notes I'd want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to this podcast, head over to revgenpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter, apply to be a speaker on the Revenue Generator podcast, or you can even share your revenue generation questions, which we'll answer live on our show. And of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is RevGenPod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, or you can contact me directly. My handle is at Market Advocate. And if you haven't subscribed yet and want a daily stream of RevGen strategies in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app. We'll be back in your feed the next business day. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, keep cranking because the revenue isn't going to generate itself.